Boys in the Huddle Podcast. It's Ricky Trey and Doe. Back for another episode. No Ricky involved today. He's at his son's middle school graduation. Congratulations to my nephew, Sonny Rich. We're taking it to the next level. But we got my man, Dante, a.k.a. Trey, and a special guest. He's an honorary member at this point. We got Furious Styles, a.k.a. Mr. Coach Harrigan in the building. What's good? Yeah. Congrats to Sonny. Congrats, Sonny. Might as, well call, might as well call the coach the fourth member at this point. At this point, yeah, he's pretty much the fourth member. So we appreciate you coming on. A lot to talk about in the uh, world of basketball. I would say. So we recently saw that the new champions of the world are the Toronto Raptors and Mr. Kawhi Leonard is the king of the north, as they may say. Interesting series, to say the least. I think you might have called that. I did call Raptors in six. Don't be humble. I did call Raptors in six because I know the game. Some people (laughs) play like they know the game. (laughs) I actually know the game. Did you make a bet? I did not make a bet. Why I don't not? gamble mm-hmm. anymore. I'm a changed oh. man. Okay. Turned turned over a new leaf. But I did know defensively the Warriors were going to have a hard time. And it was interesting to see the injuries and some people are trying to put an asterisk next to the Raptors for this championship. Let me ask you, what do you all think about that? Is, is, is that foolish to say that this should be an asterisk? Besides this championship, yeah, that's foolish. That's what injuries happen. It's part of the game. You know, I think the Warriors have benefited before when they played the Cavs one year when there was injuries. So right. you know, it, it happens exactly. both ways. I mean, it was unfortunate what happened, but I mean, at the end of the day, you know, you everybody's paid to play. You got to step up and you exactly. Know, yeah, yeah. No asterisks for championships. Hell no. You go through so much with a championship. At that point, doesn't matter. I mean, that's why it's so special for a team to be able to win three in a row or back-to-backs even because... They couldn't three-peat. Right. They so, I mean, that's it. why it's so special because right. you got to actually have some luck in there with health and stuff like that. So, yeah. no asterisks at all. Van Fleet shooting Steph's eyes out and had nothing to do with injuries. <laughs> right. <laughs> Shout out to him. Right. So... It was interesting to see KD go down. We hope he does get better. And then we saw Clay go down as well. Prayers up to those guys. Um, you know, somebody that they call the king couldn't say anything to those brothers, which is interesting. But we're going to say it. We're going to say prayers up to KD and Clay and make sure that they know that we're rooting for them. So, what's going to be next for? for both teams with those injuries at Golden State Kawhi possibly leaving Toronto let's start with Golden State two of the superstars go down both of them will not play next year it's not happening they've come out and said they're going to give them both the full max that means the max years and five years and the max money is that smart I mean, they probably feel some kind of way about those injuries. Let me ask this question first. Is this a sign that the super teams, you're going to get more wear and tear because you have no bench? Is this, are these injuries a sign of having to play so many minutes because you don't have any money to have a real efficient bench that maybe we're seeing it take a toll on their body? I don't think so. 
I think that um, KD had an injury, came back early. Um, he has a unique. He played a lot of minutes in the playoffs. I mean, I would I would like to see if there's like some research, a correlation between minutes played um, and injuries because I'm sure there's people who've been logging a lot of minutes who haven't um, received those. I mean, KD had an Achilles. That's that's a tough one. And then Clay is a super explosive player, so for him to tear his MCL, you know, that happens as well. Um, and he was battling injuries as well. Now, when you are battling injuries at the time of the championship, um, and you you know you when you're other parts of your body are injured, you are at risk to be, you know, you put other parts of your body at risk when you're going out there with injuries. So but you they were know trying when to get the super it. teams are in place. That means you don't have a lot of money to spend on guys to be able to come off the bench and spell right. you. For sure. And they played a lot of minutes through the years from the lack of bench. I'm starting to think that maybe this can have a toll on your body. And people might want to be mindful of that when they want to be bitch ass motherfuckers. And and team up with other top fifty all time players. Well, I think the bigger thing is that if you do a super team, like let's say you have two great players, um, you better be careful because if one of them go down, then you're done. So <laughs> be careful. I mean, what, what minutes or not? Two? If you got two guys and one goes down, and you're putting everything in that, like you said, no bench or nothing like that, and one goes down, you're in trouble. But this so. is the era of the three star. Teams right like before was you just had two primetime all star type players and then the rest were role players. Right now, we're in the era where you got to have three primetime all star like players. Golden State had three all 50 type players, is what's made people, yeah. a lot of people upset. What I'm hoping is we go back to the two, two all stars, two all star teams. And that's going to create better parity, more competition in the league. Yeah. Well, we'll get to what the, the trends of the league is, is, is moving toward soon after based on the news today. We couldn't mm-hmm. have timed this podcast any better. But, no, nah, I think I agree, with, I agree with Coach. I think, you know, unfortunate that it happened with the injuries, but I wouldn't put it on um, the minutes that they're necessarily playing. I, they were playing minutes, a lot of minutes back in the day as well. So I wouldn't put it to that. But, you know, I think as far as Golden State, I would. You, I think you gotta offer the max to those two guys. I mean, what's what's their alternative? Let them let let those two go and replace them with what? I don't think you give them both the max. I think you keep Clay. I think you knew KD was already out the door, and you just let him go ahead and make that happen. To pay two guys that type of money that aren't going to play a minute for you next year, I think you're crippling yourself because you don't know what KD's going to be when he comes back. Clay's a shooter, so no matter what. He's going to be able to go out there and have a, an effective role. Kevin Durant is a shooter. Kevin Durant is is not. <laughs> he is a shooter. Kevin Durant is not a shooter in the in the class of a Clay Thompson. You serious? They're in different classes. Yes. They're in different classes, but like KD's a shooter. KD's KD a shooter. He doesn't shoot have to shoot ball. as many threes. He can shoot the ball, but he's not a shooter. It's a difference, and you know that. No, no, no. So you're thinking about. Clay has to shoot more threes. KD can post and get shots from anywhere, so he doesn't shoot as many threes as them. He's still a shooter, um, and as, I mean, I would definitely offer him the max. You don't let a, a, a talent like KD walk out the door like that. You got to. But his it, game is much more predicated on being able to take people off the dribble, create his own shot on the wing. If Clay needed to turn into just a spot up shooter, he could do that. 
if that's what it, his injury made him into. You don't think Katie could do that? No. Well, no, because right now he has three three people all, 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 all guarding him every single time. So that's why he has to do those things. He's never going to get a spot up shot. If KD could sit in the corner and make spot up threes, he would do that. I don't think he would want to live with himself as a ball player. If his if his game changed to that, I don't think he would want to be that in the NBA. I think Clay would be fine with it. I just well, think that there's a bit more yeah. of a. Especially in the Achilles, it's tougher to come back from than the ACL at this point. I think, back to your question, though, I think as as the team, they had to offer them both the max contract. Because I actually think that other teams would still offer them max deals even with this injury. I don't think there's going to be any pullback from the market outside of the Warriors for both Clay and Do you think and, the Warriors feel guilty and they have to come out, especially with KD, and say that they want to give him that, knowing that he probably... Isn't going to take it. Definitely, it's it's, 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 it's optics. It's right. optics, but you got to show that you still want him because you know the Knicks or whoever else is also going to offer him a max deal. So you got to at least show show face that do, you're invested in him. Do y'all give? Do, do y'all point the finger at the Warriors? Do y'all think the Warriors organization is at fault for what happened to Kevin Durant? I don't. I don't. I think KD wanted to play. I think at the end of the day, it was KD's decision as much as... Any ball player is going to want to play. It's up to the organization to protect you from yourself, right or wrong. It's up to the organization to protect you from yourself. And is, they that, is, that. is that true in any other industry, though? Yeah, in, in, in any any sport, any other sport, yes. I mean, they, look, they, they had doctors review it, they, as they said. They I mean, had look, the but, team doctors review it. He the said people it was, that work... For the owners who are mushing people, as y'all put it, you didn't. <laughs> you, didn't you didn't believe those tears. I didn't believe those tears at all. Those tears were terrible. Those were the worst tears. But I don't know. I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to know like what information they. You know how they convey that information to him. Did they tell him that he was good, or did they tell him like you know there's a good chance that this could happen, and he still wanted to play? It's right. a tough situation. Right. So, but but see, Kirk came out and said he, he no restrictions. Kerr said he's going to play with no restrictions. So there's no way the doctors could have told him, hey, there's a possibility this could happen. But that was bullshit when he said it, though. That probably was gamesmanship. Because even in that game, I they, they, game took, I that they took him out of the game. He had ice wrapped around but his calf immediately. he also played 12 of the first 14 minutes, which was ridiculous. He right. made like three threes, though. You got it. <laughs> that's still... That's still Here's, here's what I will say, though. I think players got to take accountability for it at some point. I mean, look at Kawhi. When Kawhi didn't agree with the Spurs' assessment of Kawhi's his injury, like that nigga he, for real he, now. he went and got an outside uh, specialist to evaluate his condition. I mean, KD may have done the same thing. We don't know, but you should when you're at that level. But those players and that organization made him out to be a quitter. Right, so then, like, if KD is starting to hear right, that, right, right. and there, and anybody talking about Kawhi, they made yeah, him look yeah, like they a made Kawhi gotcha. look like a quitter. So now, if, Kawhi, if KD, who already has issues with sensitivity and his percept, the way he's perceived, right, um, if he heard any of that, which they they've said that. Right. People started to feel that way. If anybody if people ever were questioning his heart and things like right. that, if, if that was a sentiment around the locker room or in the, in the, the uh, GM or something like that, then it's all their fault. <laughs> no. I think to Dante's point, I think it's about KD. I think he was so sensitive that he didn't want to hear that chatter, and he risked his long-term future 
trying to appease other people. He needs to see a sports uh, psychologist if he hasn't already, because I think he He's really sensitive. has some issues, He's and I think sensitive. that led to him forcing himself out there. Mm-hmm. And because if the doctors clear you and you know you don't feel right, then you got to listen to yourself and say, "Nah, I can't do it." What did you think of when you saw him in the first quarter? Because I know when I was watching, I was looking like. He should have been playing. He looks fine. Like, he was looking good to me. I'm like, he's he looks good. So, I think the team probably was probably had that same feeling. Like, man, he's he's okay. He I, was doing the dances I, and dunking and everything. I didn't see it the same way. I didn't see the same way. And I've been through that. I haven't played at his level at all. But you remember when I tore my ACL back in the day, doctor went to the doctor. He said, it's a slight tear, but it's not torn. You just do these exercises for a month, and then you can go back and play again. So I did those exercises for a month, had the brace on, but I didn't necessarily feel 100%. But he told me, in a month, I should be good. I went out there the first time I played. I was out there killing niggas. I was busting ass. I was Hampton <laughs> University. I was killing niggas. And a mural? This was just at, at the just, courts. Just, just, this was okay. at the courts at the back of a Harkness Hall. But mm. you were killing them. Yeah, I was killing them. Mm. And it got dark. And they said they wanted to play one more game. And I was like, it's dark. But fuck it, let's play one more game. That one more game, going to the basket, cooking niggas up. Nobody touched me. Boom. Pops. And it is completely torn. But the doctor told me in a month I would be good. But I knew I didn't feel right. So he knew he didn't feel right. They said he went out there Friday and tried to give it a go, and it was all Didn't bad. Look good, right? It was all bad. So you mean to tell me he could then go out there Monday and and have no restrictions? Nah, yeah, they should be ashamed of themselves, and he should be ashamed of being a sucker. I'm sorry. Why was he a sucker? Because he tried to play. I won't say because he's a he was trying to appease other people. He knew he didn't feel right. He knew it. Well, I actually think that you know when your team is down three one. And you really want to win this championship, and you th- you feel like you could do anything to help them. Um, I can't call him a sucker for that. Like, all right, maybe sucker was too harsh. Of a yeah, word. it's a respectable thing. It was I think too harsh of a word. What I'm saying is, he's worst too case sensitive to where he lets other people affect him, and what chatter would have come from that. He cares. About I think he was worried about the chatter around the fact that he didn't come back, and if he doesn't come back. It gets worse for him as far as them questioning his heart. But based on who, based on that though, anybody else who were to do that, you would probably say that was like a valiant effort that they went out there and fought for their team. And the only one's going to be affected is him. So he's the only one who's not going to be able to play next year. And I do think he'll be back for next year's playoffs. But that, you think they make the playoffs without playing KD? Well, I think they could probably sneak in in the West. That's going to be interesting. I well, I don't know I, because I, they can't I, even I, sign I, anybody. So I, actually, they won't even have a bench or anything. So it's gonna be tough. Don't forget, it's probably no more Demarcus too. Right. <laughs> you can't pay him if you're gonna pay the boat. Well, honestly, I don't think KD's coming back, but we'll, yeah. we'll get into that. Um, so wait a minute. Would you rather them not offer KD and then save that money for the next year to offer Draymond a long-term deal? Oh hell no. <laughs> No. <laughs> Draymond and long-term deal sounds crazy. Draymond will be with the Lakers in a year or two. Draymond's going to go somewhere like Sacramento or somewhere where they're going to pay him. The Lakers ain't giving him no money. Somebody will give him some money, though. JR, LeBron James was able to get J.R. Smith money. He can get Draymond Green <laughs> That was money. different. And they're both with Clutch Sports. 
It's happening. I will say one thing to the about the Warriors making the playoffs. I'm a Steph Curry fan. It looked a little scary with Steph by himself having to deal with double teams and triple teams without right. those other players on his squad. Absolutely. It was a different it was a it, he panics a little bit. I felt like I think that was a supremely defensive effort from Toronto. Like Toronto's a great defensive yeah. team. So yeah, yeah, they made him look bad. So that's an extreme situation. It's not like he's going to look like that against everybody. I feel like they make him look like that. I feel like in a regular season next year, he'll be able to average 30 and they'll win some games. Yeah, they'll have some games against the Suns. Toronto's locked in <laughs> championship. This is a little different. Well, now let's just, I guess let's just get into the free agency. Congrats to Toronto. I don't think it's a huge storyline around them outside of if Kawhi is coming back or not. So I thought it would be cool for us to go through the list of notable free agents and give our pick where we think they're going to land next season. So let's start out with Kawhi. Kawhi just won a championship in Toronto. They want him to come back. He could make the most possible money in Toronto. So he would be giving up $40 million in guaranteed money if he was to go elsewhere. Which, when I looked at that, to me, that's not a that structure is not a really great selling point because you only get that actual fifth year, and by then, if you're really still balling and you're young enough, they just give you an extension. Like you're not. I mean, you're you're missing out on guaranteed money. Like if you were to get hurt and can never play again, but if you if you're still young and you're still putting in work then you're probably going to get an extension before that contract expires and you can get even more money. So that fifth year shit to me is kind of some bullshit, personally. Depends on who you are and your age yeah, and things yeah, like that. From that standpoint, but for Kawhi, he's 27 years old. He still has a Damn, good he's, am- he's only 27. He's only 27. Jesus. <laughs> he still has a pretty long career to where Toronto's one bargaining chip to him probably don't mean shit. I know the taxes they say is like Toronto's one of the more expensive teams to play for too. Just just how the tax situation works out there. I thought they had like a tax relief or something out there. Mm-mm. I would have to think LA is probably it can't be any better in LA. I think Orlando's like the best. You know? yeah, yeah, Orlando and Florida. Texas. Yeah, yeah, Texas yeah, team has yeah, no yeah, state yeah. taxes. So I'll start off. I think Kawhi's headed to the Clippers. I think it's a done deal. I don't think Toronto can be upset. He delivered them a championship. They probably wouldn't have got no other way. I think he's going with Doc Rivers. They're going to try to see if they can bring one more All-Star with him. I'm not sure who that will be. And maybe it doesn't even need to be an All-Star that we know today. But I think Kawhi's headed to the Clippers without a doubt. I what? don't think so. I think that um, the, the events that occurred recently that just changed the whole league makes him look at that a little bit differently. So I think that um, before Anthony Davis, because, I mean, we've been ignoring that. I was about to say, somebody Anthony Davis (laughs) going to the Lakers is the Ah. biggest news. We should have really started with that story. I'm surprised we had to even talk about it. Because we had planned on a certain list, and then (laughs) your king had to ruin the Toronto (laughs) Raptors moment with this bullshit and his damn clutch sports. But go ahead. So Anthony Davis going to the Lakers. I think that before Anthony Davis was there, 
Then I thought Kawhi was like, man, fuck LeBron. I'll go to the Clippers. I'll build my own thing. We could be better than the Lakers. You ain't going to be better than the Lakers now. So I don't think he really wants to do the Clippers thing. He can probably stay in Toronto. I think he's going to stay in Toronto. What's his fascination with the Clippers, though? L.A. He just wants to be in L.A. And he didn't want to play with LeBron, so. Oh, he didn't want to play with LeBron. Well, we don't know that. He might go to L.A. That was the rumor. That was the rumor. It's either going to be the Lakers or Toronto. Yeah. That was the rumor, though. That's my my pick. Lakers or Toronto. You got to pick one, man. Who you got? He stays in Toronto. He stays in Toronto. What what kind of contract? A two-year deal and he can opt out? A three-year deal, opt out after two. Hmm. Um, no. He's not signing the five-year deal. He's not going to sign the five-year deal out there. Player options, you mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah he might do, do like a, a three-year yeah, yeah, opt yeah. out after two. Right. That's what I would think if he stays there. That makes sense. <laughs> See if he can make a couple more runs because he could be. Yeah, I like that. I like him staying in Toronto. If I had to, to me, choose. how does Toronto get better? Kyle Lowry is, what, 34 years old now? Gasol is, is 30. One thirty or thirty-one, uh, Ibaka is probably about 30. 30, 31 probably. Yeah, they're not a young team. Well, how they get better is Siakam becomes an all-star. That's one guy. <laughs> well, that's a big one because now you got two dynamic players um, that are going to be high-level players. Van Vliet, Van Vliet, um, and then you draft and you. Pick I up like some Van Vliet, years. but once a, once a guy is now thrusted into the role of being the guy. That that things change. Like if Kyle Lowry's thirty four, say they give up on him, I think he's got one more deal, one more year to his deal is up. I can't see them resigning him at thirty five years old. They say Van Fleet is yours now. It's Kyle different. Lowry just got some money, so he's going to be there. But you're right, he's getting older. But Siakam is going to continue to grow. Yeah, he's getting better. He's going to be better than Ben Simmons. Like he's <laughs> wow. A, Gonna be a really good all star in the East. He's dynamic. He's just learning the game. He didn't start playing until he was like 16. You know I'm not saying? saying that you're wrong. So, but, so you're gonna build gonna... your. You, so, if I'm Kawhi Leonard, I'm going to um, the GM. What's his name? GM might be out of there, though. Yeah, about to say that's. Well, that's, so that's, that's, that's they offer him a lot of money. Right. That's where I was going to go. That's a lot of power. Point too. So, let's, let's just say he stays there. Let's say he stays there. Mm-hmm. If, I, if I go to, to him, I'm saying, what's the plan? Like, you got to already have a plan mm-hmm. in place for the next at least three years. If I'm Kawhi, what's the plan? Like, I did y'all a favor. I came here and delivered. Y'all want me to stay here. What's the plan? You can't come to me and tell me, oh, we hope Pascal is going to be an, an all-star. We hope he's going to grow into an all-star. You can't come to me. You don't hope. You can see that one. But you got to talk about the other pieces. So I think you talk about the draft and free agents. But Yeah, I, I don't know which players that, that are in a part of the GM's plan. But what we know about that GM is he had a vision. He fired the coach, brought in a new coach, traded mm-hmm. for Kawhi, and they just won a championship. So, I mean, you got to have true. some faith in that GM. But let me ask you all this. Everybody's talking about the Clippers. Does Doc Rivers get too much credit? I kind of feel like he does. I like that. I think he's a good coach. I think he got exposed when he was doing more than just coaching. Mm-hmm. That, I mean, that's not that's not for everybody. Caused some issues with his son being on the team. Yeah. That did not go over well, right. as we found out. I don't know. I like people praise Doc so much, and he coached his ass he off just this got year. The one, he just got the one ring, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah uh, one ring. I think it was a couple couple appearances. On in the, the original Super Team. So I mean, I don't know. I, don't I like know. Doc though. I think he did a great job this year with yeah team. Nobody would expect to make the playoffs. Um, so I think I think I, I think I don't think he gets like he's not like the best coach in the league, but players like him. He's a former player. He's a championship coach. Um, think that Blake Griffin and Chris Paul were underachievers to be honest, but. Um, I like Doc. They won. They won two games against Golden State. Yeah, he had what Patrick Beverly and Lou Will coming off the bench as your leading scorer. That's like Larry Brown coaching with Lou Will. But they didn't. They they didn't didn't move on. I mean, we're not congratulating coaches for winning two games in a series. Yeah, but you got to congratulate coaches that got mediocre rosters that's still making the playoffs in the West. The King didn't. But anyway, who, who where you got Kawhi going? I got him staying. I think everybody's focused on the Clippers, but the one thing we know about Kawhi is he says nothing. So I just just a guess. I don't think he's going to land where everybody thinks he's going, and I think the Anthony Davis move probably does have him reassessing the landscape that's out there. I would stay, stay short term deal, see how free agency settles, see what the Raptors do. Right. There's no reason to move. I mean, unless there's some other team that he could think of, because um, there's only like seven or eight teams that got real cap space out there. Lakers are one of them, but, you know, I think he'll probably stay with the Raptors. At least that's my hope. That's a good point, because why go out to the West when the East, is? if you stay there, it's probably going to be pretty it's wide, wide. It's wide open. It's going to be, there's, it's going to have to go through them. He's like, an East Coast killer. He took out the Sixers. We oh hated that. God. He dominated. The, he dominated the Greek Freak. Right. That was the NBA was pushing him to be the MVP, and then Kawhi stopped that well, shit. Well, he probably will be the MVP, but but why not go to the Lakers? Kawhi's not that type. From what I can tell, he's not that type of guy. What type of guy? Like if we go to the local courts and we play a pickup game. He wants to play against the guy that's the other best player on the court. He what wants if to, he, he wants to check rock with the guy, that, the next best guy. But what if he grew up rooting for the Lakers, wanting to be a Laker, and said it a while ago before it got hot? And Kawhi was like, seems like he's just a different type of mindset. He thinks differently. I can't see him wanting to be around the LeBron hoopla. I also I wouldn't see, see him, him like forcing his way out of San Antonio, but he did that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, he he was like, yo, I'm not. I don't care what y'all do. I'm out of here. That was different. I, I, he he knew what he wanted. He wanted out. He wanted L. A. But he doesn't want to. He doesn't want to play with LeBron. If if he goes to the Lakers, we can make a bet. We can make a bet of some sort because it's not happening. You just said you don't. Get I'll one. buy you a pair of of uh, fucking off white. Jordans or some shit. If he goes there? <laughs> yeah, if he goes to the Lakers. This is on record. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want those, though. I'll take something else. But. Well, that's what I'm saying. You get, make something up because it's not happening. But, all right, so we got two people saying he's staying in Toronto. I got him going to the Clippers. We will see. Next up to bat. Kyrie Irving. Mm. We've seen a lot going on with him this past week. Dropped his agent, signed him with Rock Nation Sports. We know what that could lead to. Should have went with Clutch. That wasn't going to happen. <laughs> that wasn't going to happen. But the fact that he's now with Rock Nation, who also represents KD, who also has a heavy presence in Brooklyn, 
to me, is almost a done deal. Brooklyn made a trade to create cap space, and that was in hopes of getting both KD and Kyrie, which now with the injury, I think that's a bit up in the air. But I still think that Kyrie Irving is headed to the Brooklyn Nets. I agree. Mm. Um, I think that Kyrie is a different type of dude who he still has this thing about him and his own team. He's really strong-minded. I like that about him. Um, he wants to be close to home. You know, he's a North Jersey, New York type kid, so I get that. Um, I, I didn't even really understand why he wanted to do that, but it looks from all signs, it sounds like he's going to the Nets. So. But I thought the I, I thought the original plan probably was a KD Kyrie Nets. That made sense. If that well, was the plan, K, they said KD said he's going to the Knicks. I think they probably pivoted and made a decision to go Brooklyn, especially being with Rock Nation. I I could be wrong, but if that was the original plan, that made sense. But now with KD going down. Kyrie just going to Brooklyn by himself doesn't make sense. I don't understand that. I think he believes in himself. Just like KD could say, I can go to New York. I can go to the Knicks by myself, and I'll I'll figure it out. I think Kyrie believes in himself like that. He thinks, like, if Kawhi just went to Toronto and won the championship, I can do it. You had niggas in Boston. Like, that was a talented squad, and you couldn't make it happen. He felt like they were – like disobedient or something. Like he was. They were. They were him when he was playing with LeBron. <laughs> I don't think. You know what happened is he got injured last year, and, and mentally, I don't think he could get over the fact of how well they did. Terry, and then Terry they, Rose, yeah. they probably couldn't get over the fact of how well they did without him. So that's going to cause some tension in the locker room because Tatum didn't have the best second year. Like, people thought this was going to be, like, after the playoff run he had, he was going to come out and, and be that nigga putting up numbers. He really didn't. So, I think he probably thinks, well, I was able to do my thing when this nigga wasn't here. Same thing with Rozier. Same thing with a lot of Jalen Brown. When this nigga was gone, we still made it to the conference finals. And we were rolling. So, it's a possibility that that just mentally fucked them up because how well they did without him and both sides couldn't figure it out or get over it why do you why do we think i mean i know what's out there was being reported but why why would why does he why would he pick brooklyn over the knicks i don't know why he would even choose the knicks i'm a knicks fan i have no idea why he would choose either to be honest well because he's home i guess it's close to home um, why would he choose Brooklyn over the Knicks? Other than ownership, I know people don't like the owner of the Knicks, but like if you grew up in North Jersey, Madison Square Garden has to mean something, and they got the most cap space out of any team out there. Right. If you look at the landscape now with what happened today, uh, with, with AD going to the Lakers, I mean, if he's still, if he's not interested in joining the Lakers, because the Lakers need a point guard, we'll talk about that um, in a minute. But if he's not interested in joining the Lakers and, and joining back with LeBron, then I. I would say my guess is going to be the Knicks, just because of all of the historical factors involved and him being from the area. I don't understand why you would choose, you know, Brooklyn over over the Knicks. Right now, the Brooklyn has a better organization. They have a coach that is proven. We got a good coach. Knicks got a good coach. He hasn't proven that he's a good coach yet. Oh, I do believe that the players believe that he is a good coach. But uh, but again, he hasn't proven that he's a good coach yet. I believe the players are convinced. But, he, he, but again, he hasn't proven it. 
This guy, you're saying he's proved it because he because he made the playoffs this year. This year. Right. He's proven that he he's a solid coach. He took oh, a team well, that had no expectations and built them up and got them into the playoffs. Nobody had any expectations for that team. So if you can take a team with not that much talent, with fractured mentalities, and get them into the playoffs, you can coach. I don't, I don't think, believe that the players respect that enough. I They're like, yo, that. you're in the uh, East. So you're going to take nothing. David Fisdale, yes. who's never been in the playoffs. He was in the playoffs. When? With Me- Memphis. Memphis. But beyond that, he was part of the Miami, that whole he was, thing. He was an assistant. That's different. I mean, well, they work with him every day. So they're like, yo, you were a big part of what was Fitzdale going on. I don't know if Fitzdale has proven he's a good coach. I mean, in the eyes of the players. So he might not have proven to you, but they, they have a lot of admiration for him. So How I do think you know? They always talk about Fisdale. All the players you like Fisdale. You can Fizdale. be a likable guy. I don't mean you can coach. But we, no, I'm talking about his work with Miami. Like, all of those right, people. They like him. They respect his work there. That's why he's gotten these jobs. Again, it's a different role. As an assistant, you have a role to kind of be a, a mentor and have a friendship with the players. Like, your role is different as But have an you heard about their admiration for him as a coach? I, I, I have, but that right. doesn't mean that Man, you we, can coach. we don't even know his name. It doesn't mean that you David Fisdale. David Fisdale. No, I'm talking about the other guy. We don't. I don't uh, even know what he looks point. like. <laughs> right. But I, I do think that I was going to say this, point. too. I don't think that Kyrie – see, I don't think Kyrie is a big fan of coaches. Like, I don't mm. think that, like, his Brad Stevens was my favorite coach in the league. Kyrie is like, man. man Kyrie was disrespectful. <laughs> get out the way. Like, let me do plays. my thing. You know what I mean? Like, you're just a coach. I'm a player. If he just wants to play one-on-one basketball, then he should try to find his way to Houston and play with Dan Tony because that's not how the game works. You can't play one-on-one basketball, dribble the ball to death, and then throw up a shot with five seconds left. If that's what he wants to do, he'll never win on his own. He, honestly, he'll never win on his own, in my opinion. I was getting to that. Do y'all yeah. think Kyrie's a little overrated? I don't think he's overrated, but I don't think he's a top dog that can lead a team. That's why he. But probably, that's how people rate him, though. Wait, he can lead a team. He's a, he's one of those. And can Damian Lillard? Can he win a championship? Okay, maybe he can lead a team, oh, but okay. can he win a championship with him being the best player on the team? Why do we think he can lead a team? He just failed in Boston. I think he was leading them before he got hurt last year. They were playing really well before he got hurt. I think they could never. They played better without him. And they could never get over that. But they played really well with him. But why did it go so south this year with them? Like, that was a great situation for him to be in. I don't understand. I was surprised that that didn't work for him. Well, the one kid. Uh, what's the. Rozier? No, 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 no. The kid from Utah. Uh, uh, Gordon, uh, Hayward. Gordon Hayward. Gordon Hayward. Now he, he gets team. he doesn't nobody even brings him up. That's a good he point. got a hundred million dollars. Right. And he was supposed to be the man. They were supposed to, that's supposed to be their dynamic. They duo. said that called dissension within the team too, forcing him back into the He's starting terrible. line. Terrible. Yeah, he does look pretty terrible. He's terrible. He's not even a starter. He like, might not be. What? But now everybody's just talking about Kyrie. Why they go south? Like, why why are you bringing this kid back? Who played for Brad Stevens? In college. And that's probably you know one of the other conflicts. And that's why Kyrie is like, man, get him out of here. Shut up and let me just do me. Because these guys are not that good. So so where'd you have him going, Dante? I'll say the Knicks. You both are saying the Knicks? I think nice. Kyrie's going to go to... I do think he's going to go to the Knicks. I'm going to say the Knicks. I'm going to say the Knicks. You can go to Brooklyn and possibly go there without a KD. You go to the Knicks by yourself. What are you looking to accomplish? He'll get Jimmy Butler or somebody. 
All right. Well, we'll get to that too. All right. So I got him going to. Um, I got him going to the the Nets. But they said today, if the Nets bring in, and I'll throw a monkey wrench in here, if the Nets bring in Kyrie, they're not going to pay D'Angelo Russell. They can't. Of course, they, they won't be able to. Why would they do that? Where would you see him going? If that happens, I would love to see the Sixers. Go ahead and throw him the money because likely we'll get to Jimmy Butler in a minute, but I don't see him coming back. I think that'd be a good look for the Sixers to go ahead and get D'Angelo Russell. I don't, man. D'Angelo Russell, man, he got some shit with him where you don't really want to come to this city. Like, Philly is not the place for you where you are doing weird Nigga, stuff. That was years ago. He was a fucking kid. We still going to hold that on Well, his that head? and then this recent incident. What did he do recently? He went to the airport with a fake soda can and put his weed in there and got oh, caught. Oh, I did hear That's, about that. He shit. just lost money off of that. I did like, hear about that. You can't take the soda can on the plane anyway, sir. <laughs> yeah, they should have. So, Brooklyn like, would have committed to him earlier if that right, shit didn't like, happen. What you is what doing? They were so when you're doing stupid stuff, like that's gonna be talked about. You know Philly is a tough place. I'm not I'm not worried about that shit with him. I mean, he might be a nut, but we got we've dealt with nuts before. I think I'm not worried about it. I would love because again, I don't think we're going to get a Jimmy Butler come back. I really don't want Jimmy to come back. Um, wouldn't mind seeing Tobias come back, but I don't want to throw a max deal at Tobias, and that's probably the only way you keep him. If all He's not else, a max player, it, right? If all else fails, I would rather throw the money at a younger guy in D'Angelo Russell, who's proven to be pretty clutch. So, the, yeah, clutch. The, you never seen him with the ice in his veins, nigga? You never seen fucking... That wasn't in no clutch moments? About? That's regular season basketball <laughs> against whoever. Well, he, he, wasn't, he, he, he wasn't that clutch against the Sixers uh, in the first round. But he's, he's doing his first playoff series. I don't want him in Philly. Um, well, before I get to that, I guess if, if he's in Philly, then that would have to be the end of Ben Simmons. Because he's a, he's a guy you that... Know, just move Ben Simmons... Make him, block, make him make which a, is make what him a four. It has to happen anyway. It has to happen anyway, in my opinion. I don't know. If, I think you're right. I don't know if Ben accepts that in Philly with this coach, but eventually his career may end up being Again, that. You, I think y'all might have said this. I, To my knowledge, he didn't ask to be a point guard. This was Brett Brown's decision. This was Brett Brown's master plan. I don't think he'll give a fuck if he gets moved to the four. Personally. I don't think so either. I think... Um, I think Brett Brown, he can, I mean, you don't have to, it's not like he's just, he can still push the ball at times. So he can still do some things and create. You've got to be the point uh, guard to do right, that. You can have somebody else out there as well. So, And I don't really think D'Angelo Russell does a whole lot of creating for others, to be honest. I don't, think, I don't think That's, he's a point guard. You know, honestly, yeah. so. If you bring him in, just make him a fucking two. I don't right. think he's, he's a scorer. Guard, right? He's a scorer. But he's I don't sh- think you really want him. If you watch him. I don't really. It's a lot of seven for twenty-two nights. Right, you know right. He's, he's a bad shot taker, man. I don't think he makes some of them, but I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't like. Well, it. I didn't really want to have a conversation about where D'Angelo Russell was going, but since we were talking about Kyrie, right? You know, I would if that happens. If those dominoes fall, I wouldn't mind seeing the Sixers pick him up. Right. But who else we got? Other well, three since we're on Kyrie, we I think him. he goes to Dallas though, D'Angelo. No, for what they got Luca. They got fifty million to spend. Mm. He's that's the type of free agent they're gonna end up getting. They might get Tobias Harris. Like, yeah, I can, I can see that. You know I, mean? I can see that. They got they got guards. I think they got enough to get two though. 
I, I mean, it's going to be a B list. It's going to be the, to your point though. It's going to be B list free agents like that that end up in Dallas. He might go somewhere crazy like Milwaukee. That's what I was you thinking. Know? He was going to go to like Orlando or some shit like that. <laughs> nah, they got they got Markel Fultz. There's no room for. <laughs> <laughs> There's no room for no damn D'Angelo Russell. That's a fact. But uh, so we want Kyrie. We got to go to his bosom buddy, Mr. Kevin Durant. Recently torn Achilles tendon. There's a lot of rumors that he might just opt into that $32 million with Golden State next year. But some people think coming off of that injury, you want a long-term deal because who knows who you're going to be when you come back. Golden State saying all the right things. I don't think they really want to have to pay him and Clay to not play. But they do have that new stadium that they got to fill the seats. Mm-hmm. And you signing those guys at least gives the fans hope. Hope for the next year and keeps them coming out to the stadium. <sighs> Somebody made a good point today too about the fact that Clay went down being the fact that they can rehab together and it'd be this great storyline about them getting healthy and strong together to come back and claim what's theirs the next season. That could be a thing. I don't know. I think after the events of the day with AD going to LA, that could be even more that of a motivation. Be, right. right. That could mm-hmm. definitely be a thing. This is weird because I definitely thought he was out. I think he stays. And I think he, with the recent events, like you just said, it'll justify him staying. Because if one of these other free agents go to LA with LeBron. And, and AD, they won a championship. Then that next year storyline of Golden State now being full forced to go up against your king and his throne, that would be an awesome storyline. I ain't going front. I think he stays. Mm. I'll, I'll defer. I think he should stay. Um, I think it's to 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 collect thirty two and um and 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 still just rehab for a year would be a good move. But if he stays, he's committing more than one year. Cause you imagine staying and then rehabbing and then leaving. Like mm-hmm. I don't I don't know enough about the cap situation to know. Like he has to stay more than one year if he stays. There. No, it, I say me when I said he stays. You say, I think you he say signs he stay- to five years. Oh, you think he does a max I now? Think, I think he just does the max and stays. Okay. I, I don't know financially. I heard they're gonna have to pay three hundred million just in luxury tax to do that with him mm-hmm. and Clay, which right. is crazy. But if they're willing to do it, I think he takes that deal. I don't so, know if he signs a max now. So it's interesting because maybe it's a four year. Yeah. But at thirty one and he's gonna miss his whole thirty one year, he comes back it'll be thirty two. This is pretty much his last big contract. So it's likely he does maybe another like two years, a three year opt out after. There two. would be more of an incentive now to do that, given how the landscape has just changed with LA having a super team. You probably right. want to re-sign into a situation where you kind of know what you the players know what are you're getting into, right? And and you don't want to necessarily go. The whole thing about him following Kyrie, I didn't. I don't know. I think that was originally the plan. Yeah, I do think that was originally the plan, but. Now there's been a monkey wrench thrown into the game, and 
But but if he signs a max deal for the years and the money, that's his last big contract. And I feel like the players today don't want to lock themselves in. I think I think he stays, but it's some kind of four years with a three year option. So it's so funny because the business of it, the way the money is set up. So like you know, Clay Thompson couldn't get a max deal. Well, I mean, he can get a max, but like he couldn't get a certain amount of the money because he yeah, yeah, because he didn't make he did all, all NBA. NBA yeah, yeah. So like, if that affects KD, because he obviously is not gonna make all NBA next year. You know what I mean? So, like, mm. if the year after he can't make as much money, then I do think he'll sign that contract. You know what I'm saying? I That's think he'll have to sign makes it. it so tough to predict. Right, because right, right. You don't, you don't know. You don't know. Like, if I'm KD, do I want to take as much as I can get now? Because I don't know what I'm going to be when I come back. But well, as a basketball player, he can't think that way. That's going to have to be his agent saying, I think it's best we take everything we can get now. Because of X, Y, Z. But as a ball player, he can't think, I'm not going to be the same again. No, but I think that he could, like, opt into that one year, sit out all year, and still get a max deal. Right. I just don't know if that max deal is going to be the same as this max deal. But would that be an OG or a sucker move? That would be an OG move. (laughs) That's what you do. If if he gets a max deal with Golden State, you're saying? or anybody opts in for one year. For one year and then then leave him and go get a max deal. That's what I was just saying. That's an OG move. I like like that. It can't be a sucker move because he sacrificed his body to get them a win. That's an OG move. Like, yo, you rehab on $31 And then, and then I know I'm going to get a max, and I ain't playing. But if he just opts in to take their money and rehab at their facilities, and then knowing, because if he facilities. does that, he knows he's bouncing. <laughs> their facilities that he, like, what? You know how many tickets he done sold over the last couple of years? He's still working. They ain't training staff. It's a back-to-back finals MVP right. you're talking about. They, they, they owe him. They can't pay. They so can't you're pay saying that. you think that's what he's going to do? No, nah, I, I don't know. what he, I think he's going to. I think he's going to leave. I think he's going to be out, to be honest. Okay. I don't think he's going to opt in or anything. I think he's going to leave. He's going to take a four or five-year deal with somebody else, hopefully the Knicks, and rehab for a year, um, and then come back that following year and show everybody who how he is. I don't think he's going to stay. And unless the Lakers add a third piece. If the Lakers add, like, a Kemba Walker oh, they will or something like piece. that. That's going to happen. If they actually do that, then I think that he might see that challenge as something that might be. Well, that's um, what I was saying. And I think the perspective is changing now. I think that now, moving forward, Golden State is no longer the Steph Curry team thing no more. I think after this this year, is they'll see how important KD is. It, because I don't think he got enough credit before. I think he felt that. That's why he wanted to leave. I think now, moving forward, everybody's going to give him a He had to know that coming in. He didn't know that, but he, had to know that he thought he was so good that I'm still the finals MVP. You have to know I'm way better than this kid. But <laughs> they didn't give him that respect. So I think that moving forward, he'll ha- he'll get that respect. He'll, get, he'll, ha- he'll be much more beloved for sure. in Golden State for sure. after this, for sure. So you got him staying. Oh, you got him going to the Knicks. I got him going to the Knicks. I need it. Where would you have him? Before the injury, I would agree with him going to the Knicks. I think now he stays. If they can, there's a way. The story, the the, the story, you kind of sold me on him joining with Clay, given what just happened today in L.A. Right. I could see a situation where he doesn't want to make any long term commitment anywhere, 
and just right. wants to rehab, get healthy, evaluate what's going on. I think that's a smart move too. Mm. I think he stays with stays just option for that one year. Yeah, it makes it really tough with this injury coming into play. So two of us have him staying and going to stay. You got him going to the Knicks. Mm-hmm. We will see. But you just brought up a Kimba Walker, and that's somebody that I've been clamoring for to come to the Sixers. Let Jimmy go. Bring in Kimba and move Ben Simmons' bitch ass to the block. But that's not going to happen. I'm a realist. I think now, because of today, what we saw with AD going to the Lakers, I think the next piece is going to be Kimba Walker going to the Lakers, making the Lakers the favorite, and setting up the storyline for Kevin Durant, Clay coming back the next year in Golden State. I got Kemba going to the Lakers. I've heard the Knicks, but I think things have shifted. I got Kemba going to the Lakers. Mm. I think, uh, man, before before today, the Knicks was probably um, it was the Knicks, and I kept hearing about the Mavericks too for for Kemba, and they were trying to sell us on this big three with Luca and. What's your man? Porzingis and uh Yeah, I mean that's what they was trying to say. Luca can't guard a point guard anyway, so you yeah. need to have somebody else out there. Yeah. Maybe. Um I, they need to stop giving Carlisle a pass. That nigga he, he, he's not it. Get rid of him. <laughs> he won the chip. He won the chip years ago, but I digress. Alright, I was letting you get your shit off on I don't right like him here. either though. He ain't been I talked about in decades. Um I I think he. I think Kemba probably ends up with the Lakers, and okay. I think uh, maybe Jason mentioned it off camera, but you know him not playing on Sunday Sunday afternoons ever um, probably means something. I mean, this is right. his time to sign with a viable contender and and to really get his recognition and and get all the credit I think he deserves because he's been balling. He's been balling his whole career, actually. Yeah, ever since UConn. I mean, but uh, MJ hasn't def- necessarily brought in the talent to play with him um, to, to, to highlight that. So, I think now is the time. I mean, the Lakers need a point guard. They just traded, you know, Lonzo, and, and, and they don't have anything else to speak of, and they still got capital to spend. I, I say the Lakers. I think that makes sense. You imagine the owner being worse than Michael Jordan. It's crazy. So this Kemba Walker, <laughs> he Kemba Walker, he's got to go to L.A. or the Knicks because he just wants some recognition. Finally, the, some people don't even know who he is. He's an right. all star. They don't. You know, what I mean, he want to play on national TV for once in his life. Let's 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 keep this in mind. Charlotte has the ability to offer him the supermax. The most, right? The supermax because he did make an All NBA team. Right. That would be two hundred and forty million dollars. Mm. He'd be passing up, I believe, sixty million dollars, or is it more than that? Because I think if he goes somewhere else, I think the most he can get is one eighty. One, yeah, one eighty. Is that a smart move for like the Lakers to give him one eighty yeah. though? No, I think because he hasn't been in the league ten years, I don't even think he can get the one eighty. I think I think he'd be giving up like eighty million dollars. I heard if he was. Is to this leave. smart for the Lakers to give him like thirty five, forty million a year? They don't have no draft picks for a while. Right, you want to give it to Kemba? Yeah, I mean LeBron's getting old, so now you're saying that Kemba and AD are going to take over the reins. I think LeBron got maybe two good years left. 
Because they got to get shooters. They got to find a shooter or two. I mean, they, they can find them inexpensive, mid-level exceptions and stuff like that. I get that. But you got to fill out this roster. That's true. And Kemba. Kemba's the perfect piece. Is not. I mean, oh, man. He's a scorer. He's a scorer that needs the ball. So right. he's not, you know. Does he Does he need the ball? Yes. He's a New York City point guard. He's going to dribble think, the ball. Yeah, but I think he can play he, off the he ball. He can play so off back, the ball, I think. Back doors, LeBron will find him. I think he can play off the ball. Mm. I don't really love Kemba going there. I think they, they should be trying to get Kawhi or something. But I get it. Like, Kemba's a baller. So you, you got to strike right now because he is a baller. We should get Kawhi. The Lakers. You really, you still think that's a possibility? Yeah. No way. I do. No way. I don't. I don't. I don't really love Kemba there. I, I do think that Kemba would have been good for the Sixers. Um, it's hard to turn down eighty million dollars. I know that you you say that they got we, money. We, we keep in mind, Charlotte has the ability to. They don't have to offer him that, and they still haven't. It. it hasn't. They don't know if they want to. That's a lot of money, and you can see what happened with the Wizards. They gave it to John Wall. He said he's not even playing next year. John Wall ain't worth right. that kind of money. So now that's Kimber's not worth them. that type of money either. Kimber's not worth that type of money. But in Charlotte, you don't got much else. So it's right. almost like you're doing that just to appease keep, the fans, keep people maybe. Coming to right, the, to keep the people coming to the state. But if you pay Kimber Walker that kind of money in Charlotte, you're not going to attract any free agents. You're not going to have any high draft picks because you're middle of the road now. If I'm Michael Jordan, who you've stated. Well, he's he's just the owner, but whoever the GM is, basketball operations, I don't offer him the supermax. Well, and Michael most Jordan has that to say so. Leave. He can say offer it to him or not, um, but right. I would not offer him that type of money. No way. We're not good. But if with you him. don't, you know he leaves. Let him leave. If you don't do it, yeah, I let him leave. They're gonna be bad anyway. So, um, but I don't know if the Lakers should give him like forty, fifty million. I mean, Houston's giving Chris Paul. 40, 40, 40 million yeah. that's a that's a really bad Jesus. contract to right. me um but you know they feel as though they got to keep them um the lakers got to do something right now they got lebron and they only got three years left basically so they got to make something happen i think if all else fails then they'll get kemba but um i think kemba ends up sadly with the knicks because i do feel like the knicks it's a lot of Knicks talk from you. Are you a Knicks fan? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like the Knicks have to do something. So what do you do with Dennis Smith Jr.? I will take him. I'll take him. He's tradable. The Knicks, man, they're in a like, bad situation, like man. They just got to become – they got to get like back in the playoffs, become some, some type of relevant. Kevin can't Walker's be. not getting you in the playoffs by himself. Not by himself, but, you know, you got to try to get, like, KD. They got the most cap space out of any team. No, they'll get players. <laughs> KD ain't going there if, if Kyrie ain't going there. No, they said KD will go without Kyrie. KD is not. I he, don't know. He don't put his hopes on Kyrie. I don't know. KD knows he can get through the East without Kyrie. He don't need Kyrie. I don't know. Where you got him going? Kemba? Yeah. Yeah, I, I think I said the Lakers before. Oh, yeah. Okay. They have been okay. saying the Lakers. Everybody's Two Lakers. Lakers. Just honestly, I wouldn't have said that before today. But I think with AD, that gives him some reassurance. Like, okay, this is probably my best. They want me because it's come out. The Lakers said he's their top target. If they want me, this is my best chance to win a championship. But is the championship. Well, that was his response. No, he didn't say. I don't know what he said, but oh. I saw that the Lakers said he's their top target. 
But to me now, the championship is devalued now. Winning a basketball championship as an elite player has become devalued because of what now is the trend. Before it was you could be an elite player and not win a ring and then they put you in this box and it was this walk of shame the rest of your life. At least that's how they tried to create it. But now what these players have done, if you're an elite player, you will find a way never to be in that box. And to me, it just devalued winning a championship as an elite player because of the way that they've set this shit up. Just had to throw that in there. Because now every elite player that comes into the league, they're just gonna they're just gonna figure something out. They're not gonna try to stick it through and grow and build with the guys that they got around them. They're gonna be like, all right, fuck it, let me go play with this one and this one and just get it done with. So you're talking about two people when you say that. You're talking about LeBron, you're talking about KD, right? They've Those started, are only two people. Yeah, but they, but about. it's gonna continue. Kawhi but, got him a real championship. But, right, right, he did. But uh, so LeBron did it with Miami, but then he went to Cleveland, he won a real one. So you got to give him credit. He beat that unbeatable team. LeBron got his real one. He beat them. No, they were unbeatable at the time. That was before KD. That team wasn't unbeatable. They won 73 games. But they weren't unbeatable. <laughs> they were the most winningest team ever. I wouldn't say so, they were unbeatable. Well, I'm just saying, they were the most winningest team ever. So right, right. he beat the most winningest team ever. He won a real one. Now, KD is trying to do the same thing. So they're trying to write his one. a real one with Kyrie and Kevin Love. and Okay. All right. Kevin Love is trash. <laughs> Kevin Love is not trash. <laughs> he is terrible. He's not trash. He's they tried terrible, to make man. him a scapegoat too many times. Not He's trash. terrible. But anyway, LeBron, right, he, he tried to correct his wrongs, and he went and got his real one. Now, KD is trying to do the same thing, right his wrongs, go outside. Well, that's so. what KD has to figure out. He's going to write his wrongs. But that means he has to leave. I, I think leave. he doesn't leave now, but we'll see. I think he'll leave. But moving on to some of the lower-level guys, Jimmy Butler. I think Jimmy was a little overrated. He had some good moments with the Sixers, but I don't care if he goes. I'm going to pick an interesting spot I've been hearing lately. I think Jimmy's like a like a weird culture, lifestyle kind of guy. And I heard Miami is interested. I think some way he ends up in, in Miami. I think Jimmy Butler goes to Miami. Because I don't think the Lakers want him. He's not a good fit there because they need guys who can actually that. shoot. Kimba's a better shooter than Jimmy, even though he's not a shooter. But he can shoot the ball better. I think Jimmy ends up in some obscure place like Miami. But then I think, well, if you're going to go to Miami, you might as well stay with the Sixers because they can pay you more money. But I think he's really into this lifestyle shit. He's got this YouTube channel and shit. I'm, I'm going to go on a limb and say he ends up in Miami. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I think Jimmy... Jimmy... I don't know if he wasn't a good fit in Philly, but it just didn't seem like he was utilized the right way. I think and then him, him having to control the ball at the point, that was like the best way the coach could figure out how to utilize him. Yeah, I don't I but he had a pretty good playoff though. Like he mm-hmm. he, he came through mm-hmm. in the playoffs. So I don't know where when you talk about Tobias and Jimmy, it's I've thought about it a lot. I don't know where the Sixers land on that. I actually lean toward um keeping Tobias mm-hmm. and letting Jimmy go just cuz Tobias can stretch the floor and shoot and he's younger. And he's younger, but I don't but Tobias is not a max player. It's like 190 million they said he could get. That's cra- crazy. 
Yeah, it's it crazy. I've seen worse. It's Otto Porter, you fucking stuck up the league because you're terrible. So I've seen worse niggas get max deals. Yeah, but I agree, it shouldn't be a max player. But it's, that's when they do these restrictions. This shit is weird, man. But um, salary caps. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I'll say Jimmy probably doesn't stay in in Philly. I think. Clippers might be a, a place I could see him landing. I think he's probably somebody with Kawhi. Yeah, I could see that. Could, that's a possibility yeah, if, if if Kawhi doesn't stay in Toronto, I could see Jimmy. They both Jimmy going there. Threes, right? No, they could do two. Three. They could do a two and a they three. Could both play the wings. The thing is, this whole Kawhi conversation, can shoot better than what I thought. He he's kind of oh, yeah. interchangeable. This whole conversation is so difficult because it's like dominoes. It's, so yeah. like. When one person does something, it's, it's going to affect a mock draft. everybody it's else. But it's going to affect everybody right. else. I mean, at least in a mock draft, you kind of know. Like right now, we know if one, like if Kawhi actually goes to the Clippers, it's going to change the dynamic of everything. You know what I mean? If KD were to leave Golden State, it's going to just change everything. Because like, yeah. I, if KD doesn't leave, I think that the Knicks probably get um, Kawhi. I mean, uh, they get Kemba and Jimmy Butler. Right. And we're terrible still, but we <laughs> offer them a whole bunch of money. You know what I mean? But I do think that they'll throw the money at them just because they want to get in the playoffs. Just because we're that bad. So right. it, it, it's, it's tough. But or I Jimmy could end up somewhere like Dallas. I'll, I'll say that. that Dallas is another team. Dallas is going to get somebody. I don't know yeah. who it is, but it's, they're going to get somebody. I would say Dallas gets Jimmy. Dallas gets Jimmy. Yeah, because they need an alpha, an experienced NBA veteran um, to go with. Prazingis. Isn't he from Texas too? Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah. Oh damn! Well, yeah, yeah like country right. music and shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he going there. Man. That's what's gonna be my choice though. You going with I like Dallas? Him going to Dallas, yeah. All right, all right. Well, peace they out. They Tobias Harris. I don't know one of them. Peace out, Jimmy. Well, Tobias is next. I got Tobias. To that's a huge loss for Philly though. That means that the Sixers don't really have a leader. Like Jimmy was kind of their leader. They. they Embiid and Ben aren't really like the personalities to lead a team, but they'll have to figure it out. Yeah, you could be right. Whatever. You don't think Embiid can lead? Not eating four milkshakes a day or whatever yeah, shit he's doing. Crazy. Yeah, that shit is wild, man. Yeah, what you say the other night? He's the only African. One of y'all said it. The only African that y'all know that's out of shape or something. <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. I can't <laughs> believe him. Like he's. Yeah, I, I do like I like Embiid though, but you yeah, know I, I think he's a superstar. I've said it before. Well, with Tobias, he's not a superstar. But with Tobias, <laughs> we ain't got to pick where he's going. But do you think he stays with the Sixers or no? Not I think for I think he stays, huh? Not for 190. If they offer him that, he'll take it. They're not gonna offer him that money. They will, because they're gonna lose Jimmy anyway. So they wanted to offer them both the max. Oh, we only got to give one of them the max now. That would be a bad deal. Yeah. I think he stays and I think they give him a bad deal. I'm not That's sold crazy. on the Sixers. I'm I'm post Hanky era is weird, man, with these GMs they got. I think that he gets a from Elton, he probably gets that deal because Elton's gonna feel pressured to keep one of them. As he should. And and cause he's made a lot of trades that he's he sold future value for for now. So he's gotta keep one of them. And, he's gonna, and that forces GMs to make bad deals. Right. I, I think he stays. I heard today they're going to throw a bunch of money at Danny Green. I don't know if a bunch of money, but they're going to offer Danny Green a multi-year contract. So they got plans to bring in Danny Green. So they're getting rid of Go with Tobias. So why not put that in JJ? Yeah, getting rid of JJ. Because JJ can't defend. Yeah, he's a much better defender and he's younger. He's 
31. JJ's with 34, 35. Down. He can shoot and he can defend. Get JJ out of there. It's not a bad. It's not a bad acquisition. I, I would be fine with that. Just don't give him a whole bunch of money. No, but they've been giving JJ twenty million over the past. For no, a couple no, of no. Years. That was one year, and then last but, year went down to like seven. But no, it didn't. Yeah, it did. No, he had like he got like fourteen last year. Well, let, let me ask. Let me ask Jason this: Just right. with the style, with the style of play that Brett Brown has, and a lot of the plays for JJ was you know screen, a lot of movement without the ball. Is Danny Green that? I know he makes a lot of a lot of spot up jumpers, but is he off the screen curling? Shoot, pulling up like that—is that, is that no. his game? No. So then I think you lose a lot in the type of scheme that that Brett Brown has offensively. I think that Brett Brown had to adjust it to the team he had. So a true um, coach does that, right, right, right. The so he had to adjust. I don't think that. I think that he will be able to utilize Danny Green very well, considering that he was a Spurs coach when Danny Green was balling. He knows exactly what Danny Green brings to the table. He was part of that. He's going to be able to use them. He doesn't want J.J. Redick out there. They had to have him because nobody else could shoot the ball. You think Brett Brown's a good coach? I do. Okay. I do. I think – I get it, like, when people make complaints, but they were complaining about Nick Nurse the other night because he called a timeout. He outcoached everybody the whole playoffs. He calls one yeah, timeout. but Brett Brown hasn't done anything close to what Nick Nurse was able to do. The adjustments that Nick Nurse made even in that Milwaukee series, switching Ky- uh, um, Kawhi on to the Greek Freak, then they didn't lose again. Brett Brown made some interesting adjustments this year. He had a good playoff. He had a good playoff. But in situational basketball, he's failed time and time again. The end of that game seven against Toronto, we didn't score basket the last three minutes. Like I don't understand why he hasn't improved in situational basketball, especially towards the end of the game. Even if you look at it at the end of the half, like typically coaches will have a play or something designed. I don't know. He seems to struggle there. And it's I feel year like year. the players are responsible a lot of times. Um, and then I also feel like, you know, Toronto is a, a really good defensive team. No, that, that's, like, just, like, that's just one example. We've seen time and time again at the end of games, even the regular season, with Brett Brown in situational uh, situations, the team comes up short. They look out of out of wit, out of sorts. Like the people disarray. thought that Nick Nurse lost the game because he called a timeout up eight points. Look at Kawhi on the bench. He couldn't. What's that got to do with Brett Brown and his situation or his lack because of situation? Because people nitpick at things which they don't even understand. But those things, I understand it. Those things are you important. understood everything, every component of that play in that moment that and he didn't why he didn't call this. You were at practice, you understand everything that's going I on. I understand there's constant turnovers, there's no ball movement. It seems like guys are standing around not knowing what to do at the end of games when we need to execute. How and can a casual fan again. watching the game, drinking a beer, just turn on the game midway through? See three plays and criticize without knowing. See three. How plays do you know exactly mid-red? what's going on? Because we're Sixer fans. We're, we're watching the game. <laughs> no, I'm watching the games, and I have no faith that if we're down by two with 20 seconds left, that we're going to be able to execute. Because I've seen dozens of times now where we fail in those moments, because clearly the coach is not either communicating properly. Well, I don't know what the case is, but we're not executing in those moments. 
to get back to how we got on Brett Brown up to the initial point was uh, if if he ends up going with Danny Green, it'll be interesting to see how I utilize him. I'm a little concerned only because I felt like Jimmy wasn't utilized the right way while he was in Philly, and I put that on the coach. But um, and so we'll have to see if he ends up going with with Danny Green. That's a, that's a very different player than JJ offensively. I get the point about defense. Um, but we'll see. Hopefully, he can make the adjustments. Defense championship pet- pedigree. Um, you championship need those types. I, I like the I like the acquisition from from San Antonio. Mm-hmm. I'm I mean, I'm fine with it. After Shaq told his ass to leave it, that nigga started to ball. So shout out to Shaquille O'Neal. I missed that. I was about to say we missed that. What's the... Danny Green was struggling. So before whatever game when he started to get going, Shaq pulled him over and they showed him. And he said, this is the finals. Get your shit together. Like I used to tell you, leave it. Meaning you'll follow through. He's like, whenever the great shooters that he's been around, whenever they left it up there and they just let it go, they were shooting the ball and not overthinking Shaq told it. I'm glad story. Shaq clarified it wasn't him. It was the shooter. Okay, I get it. The, the niggas he watched. I got you. Right. You can, I get it. But after Shaq had that conversation with it, I watched Danny Green shooting the ball and he was leaving it. And he got <laughs> on fire. Motherfuckers. He was leaving it. Oh, man. So shouts out to Shaquille. But Shaq gets shout outs. LeBron gets hate. I didn't say nothing bad about LeBron. Today, <laughs> not yet. Did I? I don't think I did. He said he didn't. But tweet we, out, we he didn't tweet get about Katie injury. Or Boogie and Chris Middleton for fuck them niggas. Right. Who cares where they go? But I did want to touch on <laughs> word. We're not talking about Chris Middleton tonight. <laughs> I was mad he came up in my text. I, I did want to talk about uh, the recent changes in the college landscape where we have Jawan Howard, my main man, back at a, his alma mater. Gotta give a round of applause for that. It's kind of hard to do that sometimes <laughs> when you don't have it up. You know, he, he he's definitely it was a that was a big move. See, <laughs> <laughs> what was that? <laughs> they run ads and shit. Oh shit! So yeah, we'll just skip the round of applause, but <laughs> we fuck with you, Juwan. Yeah, definitely. But um, so now that Juwan Howard is there at Michigan, we've seen Jalen Rose talk about we knew about the beef with him and Chris Webber for a while. And they're saying that the beef is over. They buried the hatchet to support Juwan Howard. Did Chris Webber say it? Yeah, I was going to ask you. I remember you said that. Because I keep seeing Jalen Rose talk about yeah, it. Yeah, that's true. Why won't Chris Webber co-sign uh, it? That's <laughs> damn. You think Word. that is not really what it is? It's no, not I think Jalen wants it to be, but right. Chris Webber's like, no, I'm not over it. Jalen went to personal with that. They started bringing I, up childhood. You know what? Shit. You make a good point. I think they may have had that discussion. Like, we're not going to let our issue distract what Jawan is looking to do. We just want to come together collectively and support him the best we can. But I don't think their one-on-one issue is resolved. They probably no. just said, "Let's put this shit to the side. We ain't gotta be. We ain't gotta go right back to being best friends, but let's make sure we don't talk about each other negatively publicly anymore." Well, no, I think with Jalen, he was saying like, "Yo, you will see all five of us at a game, and you might see that." I don't know. The like Chris Webber's like, 
He ain't saying nothing. Like, but what platform? Like Jalen's on TV every day. It's not like that's Chris. We're calling those games, right? Yeah, but not not not, not prime you, you time. Know, now. But you're not going to talk about that as you're calling a game. Well, I'm, I'm saying I'm sure somebody has asked him in passing. Maybe like, he did, but we wouldn't see it again. He, there's no platform. If he would have said the right thing, maybe. But I don't know. You're right. You're right. Maybe the, the platform hasn't been there. I would like to hear him say something about it. I guess it would be nice, but I mean, I feel like he's not over it. I, I for as a fan, I was happy to see Jawan Howard get that position. As a fan, I hope that the Fab Five can come back together, and I don't know somehow do some good around the sport and in different communities because they changed a lot. They're cultural icons as we look at Iverson. A lot of people like to say Iverson's a cultural icon. That team is a cultural icon, represents so much that I hope they do get back together as a unit and then that spawns some other things. But do you think we're seeing a shift in college basketball with a Jawan Howard now being hired, Anthony Hardaway? Down in Memphis had the number one recruiting class. Uh, I know from my sources that Larry Johnson wanted the UNLV job. Didn't get it. But we're starting to see some of these alumni come back and be coaches. And they may lack the actual coaching experience. So they, they're putting together pretty strong staffs to probably help them where they lack. Phil Martelli out there with right, Juwan Howard. Right, That's Juwan big. got Martelli. Um, Penny had... Um, he had uh, sixes. Larry Brown. Penny had Larry Brown out there with him. Did so, he had Larry Brown out that. there with him. So Phil Martelli was with Juwan? He yeah, with him now. He, yeah, he brought him in. Oh, he's not so, coaching at St. Joe's no more? No, he, he let him go. Wow. Yeah, Juwan Howard brought in Martelli. They got Billy Lang. Billy Lang is a good dude, too. Wow. So, he was with the Sixers. But you, you know, being in the coaching circuit... Philadelphia area, do you think we're seeing a shift in the way college coaches are going to be evaluated and looked at for those positions? Uh, I think those shifts are great. I think we are seeing a shift to a a certain degree. Um, Interestingly enough, like um, Jameer Nelson tried to get the St. Joe's job, and he Mm. didn't get it. Um, Isn't Jameer still playing? No, nah, no, nice. but he was playing last year. But um, his son was committed there, and he decommitted after after his dad didn't get the job. So he's going, um, he's going somewhere else. Um, but um, but back to the question. So the shift, um, players returning, and um, I think it's I think it's great. It's not only energy um, around their universities, but you know they got some athletic directors and administration who are um, putting faith in people who help build these buildings and build this legacy for their program. So um, Jawan Howard was a critical piece of that whole Michigan allure and basketball. Right. Penny was huge for Memphis. Um, that's wonderful that they are trusting these people to be the CEOs of their, or their, their programs. Um, I do think that um, – with the shift in how recruiting is done as well, it's going to help because you got some younger guys who are a lot more um, player friendly and they, they understand the players more. They understand exactly what they're going through. Right. They probably build better relationships. And think about this. The, the parents, 
that are sending these kids off to college, most likely they're they're the ones that remember Jawan Howard. Right. They're the ones that remember Anthony Hardaway. So if Anthony Hardaway comes into my living room or Jawan Howard comes to my living room saying that they're going to take care of my son, I'm probably going to trust what they're saying more so than some of these other guys out here. So they have a pretty big advantage from that standpoint, in my opinion. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, I think I think the landscape is definitely changing. What I also like is um you know, a lot of these former players are also starting at more of a grassroots level. Like you got a lot of guys going back to high school and coaching now too. Like I saw uh Rasheed Wallace. He took a job mm-hmm. uh, he's coaching yeah. high school. Yeah. Uh Jeff McGinnis, another guy that was part of that that run in UNC, he took a, a high school job in, in Durham. And um I think uh uh was it George eight? McGinnis? Uh, Jeff McGinnis. Remember, Jeff he was McGinnis, the point guard, yeah. number five. Is that the one that was just did the, the snitching? No, remember the, the like the know. um the scandal the that was scandal. going on. Wasn't that the guy that was the whistleblower? I don't want to say snitching. I think he was the whistleblower in that whole thing. But uh, I don't know. But um, yeah, uh, he he took a job, and then also Jerry Stackhouse. He took a job. He got hired yeah, by Vanderbilt. Uh, Vanderbilt. Yeah, Vanderbilt. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's a trend I think that's that's moving where. Uh, you know, it's not just, you know, the stereotypical white coaches, right, that are coaching black right. players that are, you know, uh, controlling these powerhouse um, uh, schools. You know, hopefully Pat Ewing over at in, in Georgetown gets it together. Patrick. Yep. And, you know, um, I, I like the movement that is going in. Hopefully it's something that continues. And I think these kids are different than what we were or whatever generations before before them because there's just so much more sensitivity now as a coach you have to deal with like they had the whole thing with Izzo during the tournament like he was just yelling at his his player like he was just coaching he was coaching yeah. and they tried to make a big deal out of that like he wasn't supposed to be doing that and then they want to bring in all of these different racial aspects of the older white man like, nah, when it comes to They tried sports, to Sean King it. Right, exactly. They tried to reach for something that, to me, wasn't there. Mm-hmm. When it comes to sports, you got to chastise your players sometimes so that they know not to do it again next time. That's just, you know, as a coach, you don't got time to be worrying about egos and stroking egos throughout the course of a game, especially. So, I think maybe these younger coaches can relate to these new players a little bit more maybe I don't necessarily agree that they have to go out their way to do that but I think that is going to play into it as well well I think them having the experience as a player um, they they you know they definitely understand what the players are going through uh, Aaron McKee's at Temple as well so we, yeah. we yep. that, yeah. that should have been the first but, yeah. but when I say that I say that what, what makes me like the kids nowadays, you think about a 15, 16, 17 year old kid, they don't care about none of these former players. Like, they don't know them. Like, they don't, they're not really. I think a, they know Penny because the sneakers are still in rotation. Um, they know a Penny, but they're not like, they don't have a they're huge admiration. But that's why, I, typically. But that's why I said the parents do, though. But that's why, yeah, the parents do. That's why I was going to say that point is excellent. And then also the work that they have been doing. Because it's not just off a name. So you're not just going to go there because it's Jawan Howard. Because 
16-year-olds don't really know what the Fat Five is. If you say, if you say Fat uh, Five... I think the documentary, I think the new That documentary content. was like six, seven years ago. So but they I were think like, if nah. you're into sports, you know it. I'm telling you, I these kids. Sports, you know it. I've asked kids who Sonny, play for me. My Sonny has watched the Fat Five documentary. Like His father times. is an avid. Do, do you not think that these kids' fathers are around too? Man, I mean, we live we live in the microwave. No, era, that, though, man. Things, there's a lot of kids who quick. the fathers are not around. Well, if their father is around or an uncle, I'm sure that somebody put the ball in their hand to be able to get them interested in the sport. Just like I'll go back and find an Al Green record. I didn't grow up in the, in the 60s and 70s, but if I'm into something, I'm going to find it. So that content being out there makes them relevant still. I get that. I'm just saying my experience with younger people, they, they're not as familiar, right? I think that they, it's kind of like really microwave. They don't watch games. They look at highlights on the internet. So um, it's not like these people are being hired just because of their name. They're actually doing the work and they're building the right relationships. Um, and they're actually doing. Well, you're right. They, That's why Larry Johnson didn't get the UNLV job because he wasn't doing that. that. <laughs> right, he right, right, right. He was supposed to get the so, job. So I think that like while they have the name recognition and it's great for us and it's great for the parents, um, they're doing an excellent job um, at at ex- actually doing the groundwork of coaching and building those relationships and all of that. So that's excellent. I'm excited to see like you know what Penny's going to do with one of the top recruiting classes in the country um, mm-hmm. and now not just having a job but actually being a force um, mm-hmm. and what that looks like and what kind of impact that has on um, coaches throughout the country not just at that elite level who are like NBA Hall of Famers and NBA veterans but throughout all levels you know who else is going to start getting opportunities right. you know what I mean um, if you look at a lot of the benches you know like how are these assistant coaches going to look and what kind of impact is Penny going to have on the whole landscape. So I'm excited to see that. Well, one thing we know about these former NBA players that not all of them translate well on TV, so I'm glad there's other avenues like coaching because Chris Webb is horrible. Nah, I like C Webb now. He started like out. I hate C Webb. He started out horrible. I hate him. I, I don't yeah, like he's a horrible. I hate him. I'm cool with C Webb. And I'm not a big fan of Paul Pierce, the truth. In the he just got fired. Either. He did? They say they let him go. Really? Yeah, he's not coming back. That was a great Damn. decision. <laughs> yeah. He's terrible. He was bad, but I didn't think they kind of like terrible. had him as a running joke after a while. So I thought they'd just keep him. He knew for that. it. He was in on the joke <laughs> on himself. He's Damn. terrible. Well, maybe he'll be at Kansas soon. But <laughs> Bill Self is getting older. He's getting older. Now, that's a great trend, though. I can't. I can't wait to see. It's going to be um, exciting to see. But does it matter as much because the NBA is now taking away? Their rules where a lot we'll see a lot more kids skipping college. I mean, it still matters. College game will still matter, but it, I think it's been a decline because of the one and done thing. So we're taking one and done out. Maybe it helps because guys may think that they're going to get drafted and they may not. So maybe you see guys stick around a little bit longer and not just jump straight to the NBA or just stay more than one year. Because I think the one and done rule put a seed in people's heads to say, all right, I'm just going to be here one year. I'm just going to satisfy this and this, and I'm out of here. Because of that one and done. I think it put a seed in the coaches thing too, though, because if I'm recruiting the number one point guard, um, I'm assuming that he is one and done. Right. So I'm right. also recruiting the next number one right, point guard. Right. So some kids have been forced out, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because. 
the next class is so crazy that you got to go. You right. know what I mean? So right, I think right. that the coaches did that um, as well. So um, I, I do think that there's more information out there than it was 15, 20 years ago when kids were doing it right. and kids were just failing. Um, and then also you can like explore. You have some options to explore some things and you can still kind of go to school. So there's a couple loopholes. We'll see how that works out though. There was some top recruit, was it last week, that he's he's decided he's going to go overseas instead of going to college. I hear about that. Some kid from Texas, Hampton, I think his last name was. Going to New Zealand? No, New Zealand, yeah. He's playing for... Um, RJ Hampton, that was his name. He's playing for a team in in, um, in New Zealand that um, the kid from um, Germantown Academy owns. Kid mm. went to Germantown Academy. Uh, Matt Walsh. He owns yeah. the team in New Zealand. He's one of the owners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. So that's a little inside thing, but that's um, that's interesting. He's going out there to play. He's a top player too. And I saw that back to our earlier. Uh, Episodes we remember with the, D, the G League had changed and was right. incentivizing to pay people, and right. now they changed the one and done rule. But then here's a guy who kind of went, you know, the route of of, of Moutier and 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 right. um, Brandon going, Jennings to play overseas. He's going to make more than the one fifty. That's right. what we, and like, that's what we were saying. Yeah, like, that's what we were saying. What was the point? It, that shit was dumb. Rod Strickland and all of them better, better already be with a foot out the door because that shit ain't going nowhere. That shit is not going. Rod Strickland was at we, the camp. We called it here first. Was he going to be here tomorrow? Because I'm going to yeah. come see his ass. He was like, "Nigga, get out of that job." You've been hoodwinked. <laughs> Booze would let, let us run a motherfucking muck. Yeah, that was that was get bad out. business. Like, we one fifty. <laughs> that was good intel on the background of that. I saw that. I was like, "Damn." But the thing about it is, they're saying that you get one fifty, and then you get to stay with you know, you stay home. You don't have to go. Fucking some random place, and and as we mentioned, you can still get your apparel deal, right? Like if you're you a prime get, time, you can. But if you're a prime time player, you're not going that route because a, a, a lucrative apparel deal. If you get a lucrative apparel deal, you're not going the G League, G League route. You just. But not. even like let's say like Zion, like what if Zion was in that situation a year ago? He wouldn't have got the same type of deal, sneaker deal, that he's about to get right now. Right, because he was hyped, but not the way. He would have got some millions. Like, Duke was a, a year-long commercial for him. Right. He would have <laughs> got a couple million, though, but he wouldn't have got, like, whatever he's about to get. Right. You know right. what I mean? I so, it's kind of tough, and you need that, that TV exposure. So, I don't think college is done. I think college is still going. They The, the marketing behind it is still... They got primetime TV. Right, you know what I mean? Right. So they're going to still use that as a vessel, but um, <laughs> I, it'll be interesting to see how some people... I mean, we, we got to wait for like those next big-time players to come before we can really right, right. really assess like the effect of it. Right. But you know, I hope it works out for Penny, Jawan, the other guys out there, Jay Stackhouse, even though that's not his alma mater. But I hope that... We see those guys have success, so the next group of of you know former players can come back and be considered for those roles because I think it's important to see that, and I think it's important for young athletes to have coaches that look like them and that can relate to them and get them moved along as young men. So we're rooting for you, fellas. I will give you a round of applause, but <laughs> shit's a little different right now. I so. got Penny in the final four this year. <laughs> final four. Oh, bold statement. But we were going to talk about Carson Wentz's contract, but it's kind of off topic. We'll get to that at another time. So, going to do a quick sucker or OG segment, really quick. Mm. 
So. This nigga's out of control. He's out of control. Anthony Joshua recently got knocked out by a, what was his name, Ruiz? Butterbean Jr. Butterbean Jr. Knocked around. It's different when Lennox Lewis got knocked out by Rockman. That was a one hit a quitter. It can happen. But this big ass superhero looking motherfucker got knocked around by Butterbean Jr. Multiple times. But after the fight, he's arms around Ruiz and his team taking pictures and acting like nothing happened. Like everything is, is, is just honky-dory. And I'm just like... You just lost the heavyweight championship and fucked up all kinds of money. Even Al Heyman's homie, who's Ruiz's actual fighter he was there for, looked upset because he knew he done fucked up the money. So Anthony Joshua is just clowning around, acting like everything is fine and taking pictures with Ruiz's. Like, is he being classy and he's, he's the bigger man as an OG or is that some sucker shit? Was he being a sucker being in the ring as a competitor? Just got knocked around, acting like it was all good. Well, I saw Mike Tyson wipe sweat off of Lennox Lewis <laughs> and Mike Tyson <laughs> hugging and kissing people after fights. So it's my belief that after fight, in which case you get knocked out. Yeah, um, yeah, but Mike was just flying pigeons before the fight. He's a different type of nigga, man. Yeah, yeah. That was a Mike that was on Zoloft, too. That was the right, Mike well, that we. My grew thing is, to when love. you get knocked out, you're, you're not. Really in your right mind. Mike is so sick. You don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I saw Mike wiping the sweat off I of Lennox as he was talking. He was he, like, he kissed his mom, didn't he? Right. Did he kiss his mom? He was off the hook. He said he just wants to go back and fly his pigeons. That's his name. <laughs> different, man. But when I saw that, I just know, like, after fighting, you get knocked out. <laughs> It's, you should just leave. Just leave. Act like you're upset. So it's, it's up to Act his, like you're upset. His corner needs to. He doesn't know what to do. He's delirious. He just got knocked out. I'm stamping that as shit as a sucker. He's a well. Sucker he's definitely a shit. sucker, but yeah. I feel like his people need to look out for it. Nothing OG about that shit. Right? Yeah, I, I respect the guys that don't want to do any interviews and just get the fuck right. out the ring. I respect yeah, that. I respect that, especially right. in a sport that's so combative like that you know right, what I mean like right. you get knocked the fuck out like if we all have been in fights in our life like there's no handshake no. you might have beef with somebody for years right, right. Like, you like, respect no but you lose a fight is different it than is you get di- knocked it out it is different you're delirious he wasn't delirious <laughs> man he's but they he said but knocked out but they said he was being the bigger uh, man he, he said he, but they said he got knocked out a couple of days before he was that. humbled sparring. right he was humbled That's he's true, like true. yo you guys I don't want no more smoke you can like, be yeah. humble without posing for, and smiling from cheek He's to trying, cheek yeah. and taking pictures with the guy that just knocked you out. Shit is wild. <laughs> yeah. People should have got him out of there, really. Right. They, they, they do things different in the UK. That is a sucker move, though. Definitely for sure. Rumor has it that he might have been juicing up the whole time in the UK, and that's why he didn't want to come to the States. That's interesting. That makes sense. It's, that it's, makes it's, a lot it's, of it's, sense, it's, actually. It's possible. I mean, but they said he was trying, they were trying to like stop that fight from even happening after he got knocked out in sparring. I've heard he's been knocked out a few times in sparring. Wow. And that's he fucked a up lot. a lot of money. Fucked up a lot of money. He shouldn't be getting knocked out like that a few <laughs> days before you fight. That like he didn't never box a day in his life and shit. But if it happens a few days before the fight, it's like, mm. come on, man. Yeah, you're obviously not going to be right. I didn't know it was a few days before the fight. Yeah. 
Yeah, they yeah. said they tried to. I mean, allegedly, but you know, they said they were trying to get the fight called off or whatever. Said mm-hmm. if something said he was paranoid or some shit like that. You know, something was going on with him. That's definitely a sucker move. So, like, fuck out of here. I think that's almost a sucker move coming out with that news to try and have some other reason for why you got knocked out. No, you got knocked out because you're not knocked out. Yeah, just own that just shit. Own that After you're right, in the right? ring, fucking smiling and taking pictures and shit. Or the, is the Drake curse real? That was a lot of pictures floating around. <laughs> the Drake curse. I think the Drake curse is real if it's not his team. Because that's, I mean, he loves to be a fan of everybody, but he's a true Raptors fan, I would think. And they won. So anybody else, you set yourself up for failure. Ruiz said he don't want Drake coming nowhere near him. So That's what he said? <laughs> he did. That's <laughs> a real nigga he right said. there. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck with him. Uh, that's an OG move right might there put some, <laughs> Might put some <laughs> bread over away from me But another thing that always I always get a kick out of Is on um, Undisputed with Skip Bayless and, and Shannon the fact can't that, wait for Monday The yo. fact that Skip Why Monday? Oh AD, uh, AD. Oh AD. god Did you see Shannon's post? Shannon. Nah Shannon, Shannon, Shannon added, added Snoop Talking about come to the studio <laughs> So we can light up <laughs> this shit has to stop. Yeah, what? <laughs> he doesn't smoke weed. Right. Why are he doing that? Because he knows how niggas are. So he's like, yo, I I know how y'all feel. I'm going to say this for you. It's white, 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 white men been saying that same shit for years. That's culture vulture shit. Oh, man. my God. Nah, that's not culture vulture because he ain't a white dude. It's not culture vulture. You can be black and You can be black and be a culture vulture. No, but he's just saying like, yo... You're promoting he's negative a, stereotypes of black people that you he, don't partake in. Right, because he's saying like, yo, I feel y'all. And ain't nothing else better than, yo, roll up right now, whatever you want to do. But so I'm saying what I'm y'all. saying to the average listener, they don't know that. They don't, don't know that he doesn't do these things. He don't smoke black and miles. He's they promoting do these things. They know. They don't. Skip know. says it all the time. He's like, yo, you don't even smoke. You don't even drink. He says it all the time. He says, yo, you don't even they drink. Don't know. So Skip is being a real one. Speaking of Skip, <laughs> I always find it funny that he can't call Kawhi Leonard his name. Number two. Yeah, he calls, <laughs> he calls him number, number two. Number two, which I think is hilarious for some reason. Is he an OG for not saying a grown man's name and, 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 and resorting him to a number? Is that That's a sucker move. Like, yo, you are a grown ass man, supposed to be objective. You're hurt about your team, <laughs> like and you disrespecting him on TV because that's disrespect. That is like, disrespect. If you analyze his game and you have an opinion about his game, I get that. But it the, sounds funny though. The whole thing about him not playing and quitting on his team and number two, like <laughs> that's where you're taking it too far. His right? tweet, his tweets about Kawhi are funny, man. He just it's the same shit. So that's a sucker move to me. Yeah. I'm gonna go suck a move. Yeah, it's a sucker. It's a sucker move. Go it's a sucker move. Cut it out, Skip. He's a fan. He's a grown man. If he was white, would you relegate him to a number? I'm just right. saying. Mm. Just saying. I don't really think Skip. I don't think I, Skip's that though. <laughs> I mean, and and I'm saying that he is, but it's it's subconscious that he might not even know. If that was a white player that did the same exact thing, would you, would you then 
call him by a number. But are we Sean King in it for Skip right now? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe a little bit. I'm just saying. Something to think that about. is a little Sean <laughs> King. <laughs> and he needs to get off of Michael Jordan. Yeah, like, right. yo, he needs to, like, yeah, come he on. He loves man. Michael. He needs to lighten up on that. <laughs> but last one. That Skip shit is funny, though. Somebody recently joined Twitter today. Do y'all know who that was? I have no idea. <laughs> he hasn't had a social media account all this time, but decided to join today. Oh, Kawhi join? Run? No. His name is The Juice. Join Twitter today. OJ? Uh, we just got to follow that. He said, for sure. oh, I'm following I'm him already. Right so the Juice. <laughs> the Juice. Pause the show, man. <laughs> The juice you should have led the show with that shit. <laughs> <laughs> kidding me? The juice decided to join Twitter and said he's going to be talking about everything. And he made this particular quote. It's time for some, I've got some getting even to do, which caused <laughs> a lot of stir with some people. Because he's talking about he needs to get even with some people. Yeah, this can't be OJ. Because the Listen. first tweet I see is, I do it again too. No, I'm sure you was one. Uh, the shit I see right now says killer question mark. You got the wrong guy. Only crime I was convicted of was trying to get my shit back. Is the juice is loose talking like this? This is gonna be great. Is it the and real OJ thirty two? Yeah. Yeah, it's that one. It's that it one. Says, the, it says it says the underscore OJ Simpson thirty two. Anyone, anyone know this ain't him. This ain't him. It is him. It I says, promise anyone they, know Nicole's at. They talked about it. <laughs> is he what <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> he said, yo, hey, Mike Gilbert, I want my Bronco back. Yes. <laughs> OJ. That one ain't OJ. No. This one says the hashtag, the juice is loose. This shit is wild. No, but he, the ESPN reported it. He is on... There's just going to be a lot that this look like him. the real this one. I, gotta find I don't the think real you one. got. I think yeah, you got it a is troll. Not the real OJ32. It, it's the underscores watch. involved. Yeah. It's the un, it's the <laughs> underscore. <laughs> you got to look the underscore OJ Simpson32. That's oh, the one. The, That's the one. Okay, okay. Did you find it? Here it is. This is the one. Killer, you got the wrong guy. Only crime I was convicted of was trying to get my shit back. It's oh, the, that's what I did. It's the underscore OJ Simpson32. Only crime I was committed of is trying to get my shit back. Yeah, that's him. He had one earlier where somebody said, "Congratulations." Uh, oh, he, somebody says, "Hey, OJ, happy anniversary! Twenty-five years since you killed Nicole Ron." He said, "Want to hear something crazy?" The court system disagrees. No, want to hear some crazy <laughs> shit? <laughs> want to hear some crazy? This is shit. him. This is really him, right? That's yeah. fucking hilarious. Yo, this is the craziest thing. I'm following. <laughs> Fuck that. I followed him. So is he a sucker on OG to talk about he's got some getting back to do? Is that a sucker move or was that OG move by OJ? The only way to speak on OJ publicly is to say he's an OG. <laughs> 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 Y'all can do otherwise. I don't want no smoke with the juice. I would have to say... It's OG. OJ Simpson saying he got some getting back to do. Fuck everybody. He tried to make money off out. of a marketing plan saying if I did it. He's a different type of dude, yeah, man. He is. And I knew he couldn't stay out of the limelight for long. He wouldn't be able to help himself. So Just I'm going to give him OJ. It is OJ. They had it on ESPN.com saying OJ Simpson joins Twitter. Shouldn't he be trending. verified, though? 
He only got. He just started today. He only got what? It says he joined July. This ain't twenty seventeen. Right. I see a tw- I see a tweet here. They said it's about KD. It says people hate the fact that I'm so damn good at basketball. It's KD picture, and then OJ says, "Nah, Jordan was the goat, and he was cool as shit. You just a ring chasing petty little bitch." Like, these niggas is out of pocket. <laughs> he think- made a video about it. He made a video and everything saying that it was him. He's he not verified, on. man. I'm telling you, he's man. not verified. I'm not rolling. I'm not rolling, too. So this ain't him, man. Maybe that one ain't him because that shit isn't most crazy. You want to hear some crazy shit? The court system disagrees. Right? <laughs> Hold on, because they had it on ESPN.com. He got seventeen thousand followers. He though. said, "Hey, no, that's him." Man. He said, "He said, hey, at Kareem Hunt, hit me and see what happens, boy, little bitch ass." <laughs> oh, y'all on the wrong one. Y'all on some other shit. Which one is that? That's the one that uh, we following on Twitter. <laughs> I see. I see. Yo, think about that though. Who else? This is a good question. This is. This who is would you want to follow on Twitter? Yeah, OJ's or Instagram or whatever, bro. like. Who would be a better follow than the real OJ? Exactly. That's why I'm following him. I think it's him. I, I saw it on ESPN app, and they had the video of him saying that he just joined Twitter, and he was trending because of it. He well, he's not it running. Him. He's not running this account. These ain't his words, yo. <laughs> he's no. not saying shit like this. Yo, there's no other person. Who else would you rather follow? Who's 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 out there that doesn't get on that you would want to follow? Yeah, outside of OJ, this account. When I, mean, I looked at it this like morning, Hove or somebody like that would be a good follow, but for different reasons. Would you like for Hove to be just like regular Twitter type dude, just all day, like not all day, but maybe like five tweets a day? That would be cool. That would be cool. Would be who cool. else? Would, who else would be on that list? People what? that you would want to just that you would love to follow if they was just like a regular Twitter or regular Instagram person. Like Hove is on there, but he's not really on there. You mean if they were active? Yeah, and, yeah, active. yeah. Somebody that's kind of kept some form of privacy that you would want to get to know a little bit. I don't know. That. I don't really be. I don't be on Twitter like so that. OJ so. and Hove, it is. Yeah, that that'll work. <laughs> oh, that'll work. Home. Dame for a while was Dame, and then when I actually got it, I'm like, All yeah, right, I was good. I actually <laughs> wish I remembered right, yeah. you the way you were before. Exactly. Dame so, is live every day now. Yeah, exactly. But at one time he was nowhere, so right. like, damn, I wish Dame was on this drill. But nah, I've did now. It's like when you meet your idol in person <laughs> and shit, they disappoint you. Nah, I could have done without that shit. Hundred percent. Yeah, so so that was fake news, guys. <laughs> it wasn't fake news. It was entertaining. It's real. OJ's not on Twitter. OJ is on Twitter. <laughs> but if you do want to Google him and look up his twi- his tweets, they got some real funny shit. <laughs> it's actually kind of disrespectful, but hey, that Jew's been disrespected for for years before the murders. But uh, all right, guys, we're going to wrap this thing up. Appreciate you coming on, Mr. Furious Styles. Yes, sir. Honorary um, fourth member. Honorary fourth member. Tell you know who. He needs to come to the huddle and share his story. <laughs> Let the people tell his story. Let his people tell the story. Oh, man. Get the exclusive. Thanks for having me. <laughs> <laughs> Either they don't know, don't show, or don't care about what's going on in the huddle. We'll see you all next time. Peace. Peace.